Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Taryn Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there, spooksters, and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Jessica, and as always, I'm joined by my favorite ghoul friend, Tara. Hey, spooksters. It is the second week of the year, which is so weird because normally you're like, I just feel like a few weeks ago we were just like, I can't believe the year is almost over and it doesn't feel any different. No, we're in this perpetual state of the same fucking fuckery. (laughs) I swear to God. I mean, I mean, the only good thing is we got a kitten. I got a kitten. This is true. Your kitten is cute. Her name is Lizzie. As in Lizzie Borden took an axe. (laughs) You better watch yourself. (laughs) (laughs) but she's very cute she's on the gram she's on the gram she's adorable and oh and the facebook group and the facebook group. every time i facetime tara and lizzie's in the picture i'm just like i need to cuddle the kitten i just like also want to point out that there are a lot of people in my life who have decided to get small animals (laughs) and then show me pictures of them and then i can't cuddle them and that makes me a little bit angry on the inside and on the outside because i tell them it's a little fucked up that i can't cuddle your cuteness (laughs) Well, with that, if you're new, welcome. We are a little bit crazy here, but that's okay because, you know, we're somebody's brand of crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And if you are a returning spookster, welcome back. If you'd like to hang out with us on social media, you can do so by heading over to Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter and using the handle at Three Spooked Girls. We also have a fun Facebook group, like Tara mentioned earlier, where Lizzie is posted. And it is super fun and just... I love going in there and just seeing what people post. It's pretty amazing. We have a book club normally. This month, we're kind of like, you know, we're on a little yeah, bit Yeah, we took some time off for the holidays, but we haven't announced it yet anywhere. But I'm just going to say it because I, I don't give Ooh, a fuck today. Spoilers. Not <laughs> <laughs> a day, guys. It's fine. We're going to do, since we also did not do Secret Santa, we are going to do a book exchange. So, because mm-hmm. like my... My thought was like, you know, like the book blind date type of thing kind of went with Valentine's Day. So we're going to be hammering that out. Don't ask when the date is or when it is. You haven't missed it. I don't know when it starts, but it'll start eventually. But in the Facebook group, Mm -hmm. you got to be in the Facebook group to participate. We'll let you know. Yes, we will. (laughs) So definitely check that out. It is Three Spooked Girls official Facebook group. It's so fun. 
Also, if you want to help support the show, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com backslash through spook girls or hit the show notes below. There's a link tree that will take you there for little as a dollar a month. You can support the show and a bonus episode, $5 and up, get video content and it just goes up from there. So if you want to support the show, go ahead and check over there. Also, if you want to follow us on other social medias, Tara and I are both on TikTok. Tara is much more. I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm not going to like lean in and be like, I do an amazing job on TikTok. I just post when Terry yells at me that I haven't posted in a long time. She's like, girl, it's been a minute. Get on there. I'm like, okay, I'll figure something out. But Tara has an amazing TikTok account. Her handle is spooky underscore sleuth. And mine is spooky at Jesse. And it's Jesse with a Y because I had to be different as a teenager. So, you know. But see, okay, guys, it's not like I yell at her to try to be like, a tyrant it's because jessica is funny and she thinks she's not fucking funny so she sends me all of these things on snapchat and i tell her to post them on tiktok and she won't (laughs) i did the other day i know you finally did because i wore you down (laughs) because basically like i if you wanted like a little insight into tara and i's life basically what it is that like i either snapchat her something or i like send her a voice thing through like facebook or a text message i don't know And I'm like, just telling her about shit that happens to me. Like, I'll tell you guys the context. You have to go watch the video and figure out what a chihuahua and crack is. But (laughs) basically, I was in our hometown and I was at Starbucks and the person was just like, good morning and welcome to Starbucks. How are you? And I was like, holy fucking shit, this girl is caffeinated. And I was like, Dara, why does she like, why are they always so extra friendly in small towns? They're like on crack. And Tara's like, you need to post this online. So it's the hyper. (laughs) You'll see. It's funny. Anyway. okay. with that, we're going to go ahead and dive into our episode. So this is going to be a little bit different. And I know that we say this is a lot. (laughs) We say this almost every episode. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. This is not a normal. This is not a normal format. But it was essentially like Tara and I were looking for paranormal things. And then we came across this episode on ghost adventures. And we both were like, we should talk about this because it's about a castle that's haunted. But then it like led to some other shit that's also haunted. Mm-hmm. And I will be just I'm going to say this up front. There's like very few episodes of ghost adventures where I get scared. Ew, yeah, Tara, I jumped most of the time. This episode. Right. Most of the time I'm giggling like a little schoolgirl and it's hilarious. And I'm just like, oh, my God, Zach. Oh, my God. He's so funny. But this one, I was like, uh, <laughs> I need to watch something in between yeah. watching this and recording. <laughs> yeah, Because I was just like super uneasy. I'm like, I don't like what's happening to me right now. Mm. So with that, we're going to jump in and we're going to talk about a whole slew of things in Ireland. And the first place we're going to talk about is Lep or Leap Castle. No, it's I Lep. Think, I thought so. Because I was like, they said Lep, but it's definitely spelled Leap. But again, accents. Yeah, it's Lep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Lep Castle is in Calderry, Ireland. Basically, like if you look at the map, it's like in the middle kind of. Okay. And it's located near this town called Ruscray. And that's in, like I said, the Midwest region of the valley between Devil's Bit Mountain. Like the fucker is called Devil's Bit. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, that just kind of, like, I Don't was like, oh, my hike God. there. No, no, no. Right? I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> you won't return. <laughs> right. I'm like, you you guys, like, you can't have a haunted castle. I mean, if you're going to have a haunted castle, you should put it near devil something, you know. But mm-hmm. 
And like most dark haunted places, Lep Castle has kind of a muddled history. It has like basically they say anywhere between the 13th and 15th century is when it was built, but most most commonly believed it was in around 1250. And it was built by the O'Bannon clan. But if you watch the ghost adventures, they just say the O'Carroll clan. Yeah, because I think like they take it later, right? They do. But it's because the O'Bannons were like considered like the secondary chieftains, I guess, of the area. So they Mm -hmm. were like, I guess the O'Carrolls were like, I would say like the big ruling family. Mm -hmm. And this was like a lower one. And so it was originally... And I cannot speak Gaelic, so I'm not going to fucking try. As white ass as I am, I cannot speak my own language, apparently. <laughs> Actually, I'm way more Scottish than I'm Irish. So. But the, the castle was originally named and it translated into Lep of the O'Banions, which is why it's called Lep Castle, because I thought that was interesting. So basically, this castle was constructed on, I mean, the area goes back years and years and years and it's like during the neolithic time so the celtics and like the druids like we've talked about in previous Mm -hmm. episodes and whatnot Mm -hmm. in fact if you're thinking to yourself oh my god i watched this episode it's the halloween episode of (laughs) ghost adventures you would be wrong but you would also be right (laughs) (laughs) because they took this episode and just added shit to it and made it the halloween episode i was like that's cheating Right? And I was so surprised I did that so far into the show because this is season 13. I could see right. it on like season two or three where the budget is like tidy, but I'm like, come the fuck on. Like, right. what is happening? <laughs> also, because I mean, this is about the time that Zach really fell in love with Sunless Tanner. And it oh. made it super prominent because like everyone in Ireland is super white. Yeah. And then he'd just be like 50 shades of orange. <laughs> And if you're listening to this for the first time and you're like, oh, my God, she's hating on Zach. No, no, no. No, no, We love him. I love Zach. (laughs) But just because you love someone doesn't mean you shouldn't call them out for like, no, put the sunless tanner. I mean, good. Good for you that it's sunless tanner and not like actually like, you know, get that spray tan. He's not like orange, but he's not orange like in current times. No, 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 no. He's he's a normal color. (laughs) I'm going to just totally say that Holly Madison is the reason why. Like she was like, no, we don't need to be orange. We need to be a human color. I'm convinced. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Anyway. So back to the history. So in 1513, the Earl of Kildare, whose name is Gerald Fitzgerald, and I was like, <laughs> literally, I wrote, um, his name is Gerald Fitzgerald, which seems like a made up name, like either what I would have written, like in a fourth grade essay or like on a children's show. Yeah. And they're being like, and this is my Irish cousin, you know, like George McGeorge or something like that. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like this is like the same name. I'm like, is this why? Because of Gerald Fitzgerald? Okay. And if you are a descendant of Gerald Fitzgerald, I'm really sorry for mocking his name. Yeah. But it's fine. Sorry. We love you. (laughs) Anyway, so he unsuccessfully tried to seize the castle in 1513. But later, three years later in 1516, he actually does manage to like get a hold of the castle and actually ends up demolishing part of it. And then Tara mentioned the O'Carroll. We both mentioned the O'Carrolls, but the O'Carrolls took possession of it in 1557, which is kind of this crazy thing, which there's kind of like this weird timeline because there is a story. And I'm going to tell you when they did the reenactment of this on Ghost Adventures, I was like, this is a quality acting guys <laughs> this was amazing i was like who are these read actors and how do i get them to do like i don't know my biography i don't know it was just amazing <laughs> so 
basically, there was one man of the O'Carrolls. His name was Mulrooney. And he and his family or he and his brother were fighting over who is going to basically like inherit this castle, who is going to take possession of it. So one of them is a priest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, oh, okay. So they're like in basically they're fighting about this. So this one guy is like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go while he's pre like while he's doing his priestly thing. I'm going to kill him. Bye. Right. So he literally plunges a sword into him and fatally wounds him. Yes. And yeah. so then he butchered the priest. Okay. Then it I literally it says the butchered priest fell across the altar and died in front of his family. Oh, shit. That's dramatic as fuck. Right. And I will say that the narration of Zach in this particular episode <laughs> is like on point. I was like, wow. You should do like the calm app, dude. Like this was nice and like <laughs> a little intense, but I liked it. So because of that, the chapel in which this priest was speaking at became known as the Bloody Chapel. I think it also has this name because there's this thing called the obsculus. I think I'm saying this word wrong. And basically it's this like hole that had all these like wooden spikes in it. And it's in this chapel. I said the I said the it's word the wrong. Obulet. Thank you. You're welcome. And Thank you. And basically, they would, like, throw people down it. And when they, like, renovated in, like, the 1900s, they found, like, 150, like, skeletal remains. Oh, yeah. So, like, okay, can we just talk about the stench this fucker had to be? Like, can you imagine, like, sitting in church and just, like, the wafting of dead, rotting bodies? Like, it's just the hobby lid. It's fine. The scary thing. Which I was like, okay, because this is an earlier, it's like, it's not, how do I put this? It's not a recent season. It's like season 13, which Nick is still on the show, which Nick warms mm-hmm. my heart because I love him. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, like this is one of those episodes where you can like kind of see like Nick is changing. Like you can see where he's like, like he said, there's this one point he's like down in this fucking hole. He like drops down into it and he's just like chanting to himself, like stay calm, stay balanced, like that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you can tell this is like where he's like kind of switching to be like, I can't do this shit anymore Mm -hmm. because this episode was fucking crazy. Yes, it was. There is said to be an evil like kind of spirit. So basically back when the Druids lived in the area before they built this castle on sacred ground, they basically like prayed to their gods to send some sort of spirit and it was called the element is it the elemental elemental Mm -hmm. yeah this elemental to come and right where they built the castle is right where the they had performed the ceremony so it's sad that this elemental lives in the ovulate and comes out and he's like scary fucking looking apparently he's like a dark shadow that crawls out I would nope that situation all day long. Mm-mm-mm. No, thank you. Like, if somebody described to me, like, hey, Jessica, we're going to go to this place where this dark figure crawls out of this tra- trap door, I'm going to be like, no, fucking thank you. I have other things mm-hmm. to do. Like, <laughs> I will stay home and watch Bones. Thank you very much. I have anything else besides this to do. <laughs> right? Like, hey, we're going to Ireland. I will go anywhere else in Ireland. <laughs> There are a couple of ghosts that kind of run run the hall. The lady in red is reported to walk the halls holding a dagger. She sounds terrifying. Get it. When I was reading about her, too, I was like, of course. Because, like, I feel like with these entities, they're always like, they have long, black, flowing hair. I'm like, don't they all? (laughs) (laughs) 
Which I was kind of like when they were describing her. I was like, I don't know if I would go with that and call her the lady in red, but okay. <laughs> and there are also two little girls named Charlotte and Emily, and they reported to run up and down the spiral staircases, which is really creepy because like now that I can see where the spiral staircases are, like where Billy gets like tapped on the fucking shoulder. I was like, oh, you got tapped by a little girl. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. being so scared. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And they also, it says Emily died after she fell from the battlements on top of the castle. And Charlotte is still seen running around after her sister calling her name, which they're, they're sisters, which that's really sad. And like we mentioned earlier, we talked about the elemental. A man by the name of Millard Darby described it to have the size of a sheep with a human face, black holes for eyes and a nose and giving off the smell of rotting corpses. Oh, he sounds like a joy. Right? Like, I was like, I don't fucking think so, sir. Like, I don't want <laughs> no to. No like... thank you. <laughs> so the episode that we, they go to like three different places. And it's kind of one of those episodes where they like jump back and forth between. Mm-hmm. It's a little chaotic. It's a little chaotic. And so, though I was really excited because we were like, okay, we're going to learn a lot about the Lep Castle. You didn't really have that much happen. There was like one scene where scene. there was one part where <laughs> Nick is like speaking in Gaelic and he like says some sort of command in Gaelic. And when he does that, a voice comes back through speaking Gaelic. Mm-hmm. And then there's the part where there's the part where he's down in the obulate and he's like asking questions. And when he plays it back, you can hear like a scream in the distance. Yeah. And the way they try to convince you on the show is that it was related to another scream, mm-hmm. which I was like, no, because the description was a hundred miles away or however, <laughs> or like hours away. I was like, I don't fucking think you heard that scream that far away. But cool, Zach, stop trying to convince me of shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm creeped out enough. No. <laughs> right? Like, I was like, no, thank you. But yeah, you know, Billy described when he was on the stairs that like he felt like his stomach was being like twisted, like something was holding his intestines. He actually got he couldn't go upstairs. Both Nick and both Nick and Billy felt very like agitated, very aggressive. And I just think that I honestly wish they had done more at the Lep Castle. Yeah, I agree. So it makes me sad that they didn't. But I'm going to hand it over to Tara, who's going to talk about this other place that they went to. So the other place they went was a few hours away. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it is called the Steward's House. And this is located in Montpelier. And originally, this was a building that was a hunting lodge built by William Connolly. And he was the speaker of the Irish House of Commons. And this was back in about 1725. And the area was actually called Mount Pellier, which is like Mont. It's just basically like they took the U out and then put the two words together. That's that's really the only fucking difference. And of course, just like a lot of things when they were building this lodge, the area that it is built on was an ancient Celtic grave and had cairns, which if you don't know what that is, it's those Mm -hmm. pile of stones that are like landmarks. Basically, there'll be probably a picture or something. But they were used for burial monuments. And then also, totally opposite, they were also used for defense and hunting, for ceremonial purposes, and sometimes said to relate to astronomy. So fun facts for you. I like it. Yes. Yes. And sometimes used as landmarks to to locate buried items like foods or other objects, of course. But 
they actually decided to take these Karen. I'm probably saying that. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. I don't know. These Karens apart and they used some of these stones in the lodge, which is not good. It's so fucked up because basically they just like. It's like I equate it to like basically they took like tombstones, like people's like yeah. the markers. And we're like, we're going to put this in this building. I'm like, OK, cool. It's the equivalent of like how in America people like bulldoze over indigenous burial grounds to build condos. Mm-hmm. It was basically that. Yeah. When Tara and I were talking about this earlier, I used the like the the new girl, a white man. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they got their karma very quickly. Shortly after the lodge's completion, the roof was blown clean off in a storm. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I know. And since it was the 1700s, or maybe, who knows, they could be correct. Everyone's like, the devil did it. The devil. So, you know, I'm like, okay. But they rebuilt the roof and all of that. And once again, they use the stones from the Cairns. So, yeah, of course. Now, William Connolly would die in 1729. So just a few years after it was built. And this would bring in these gentlemen or dudes, whatever, called the Hellfire Club. And basically, when I looked up what the Hellfire Club is, it said it was founded by self-described, quote, persons of quality, many of whom were involved with politics or high culture, feeling safe and sound among other so-called sophisticates. Rumor has it that, that it was here where Ireland's elite gathered to engage in some, in some of the most immoral and degenerative acts known to man. There's a lot of rumors that there was a lot of satanic rituals and whatnot, including human sacrifice. And a lot of the times with these human sacrifices, they would get sex workers. They would lure sex workers in. So they would use, allegedly, which I believe, though, sex workers for these human sacrifices. And the club's motto, I'm not going to read it in, I'm just going to read it in English. It said, do what thou wilt which was later a, adopted by a very well-known occultist. I'm going to say his name wrong, so don't yell at me. Alistair Crowley. So very interesting. And at this house, there was like this area they would do a lot of these rituals in when Zach and them go. There's people that still go and do this today. Not saying they do human sacrifice, but they do like black masses, all the scary stuff. They do it there, but it was also said during the 1700s, there was rumors of them not only having these like human sacrifices and whatnot, but they'd also have orgies there. So, ooh, fun times. <laughs> and uh, murder people, which I'm like, but that's sacrifice, you know, sacrificing a human is murder. So, okay, got it. I guess if you're just murdering not for human sacrifice, if you're just doing it for shits and gigs, like you're not actually doing it for the sacrifice, then it would just be murder. <laughs> I guess so, yes. And there's this fun story involving the devil some more. So it was said that one night the club was playing poker and this stranger decided to come in and join in on their card game. And basically one of the dudes there dropped something on the ground, probably the card or a chip or something. Or I don't know if they played with chips back then, but whatever. And he went bent over to pick it up. And he noticed that this dude didn't have feet, that he had hooves. And so everyone's like, oh, my God, the devil. And then, like, I think one version they said, like, he just disappeared or some shit. And another one said that he burst into flames. I was like, what? That's dramatic. Okay, Right. Bye, Satan. (laughs) Bye, Satan. 
Bye, Satan. <laughs> and basically, like, the group would, dec- you know, they they bounced around a lot. And if you watch the the Halloween special, they go to, like, some caves that they had been to. Like, it's a whole fucking thing. It's yeah. a whole thing. And I think the I think Zach and them had in a previous episode when they'd gone to England had gone to one of the one of their caves and they did like a some sort of ritual like they said a pagan ritual and Aaron mm-hmm. took like took part in it yeah so he was highly susceptible yes and we will get to that in a moment I gotta tell y'all about a ghost that is a cat at mm-hmm. this house mm-hmm. so this cat poor thing. This cat is called the Killikey Cat. Now, basically, how this cat appeared was in about 1968. The owner at the time, Mrs. O'Brien, was having renovations done. So, of course, it was like a bunch of workers and things like that. And one night, a man named Tom McGassey saw a massive black animal, a cat as big as a dog. And I'm like, yeah, some cats are huge. Like, that's not that weird. <laughs> I also was First like- of all. I was like, like a small panther? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I'm very confused. But apparently it scared him so bad that he decided to paint a painting of it. And you will see a picture of that because it is creepy as shit. And it is still in the house to this day. Fun fact for y'all. So basically Mm. the rumor is, is that the Hellfire members lit this cat on fire and killed it. Yes, they doused it in whiskey and set it on fire. Poor thing. And they said they released it into the woods and let it fucking run around burning to death and then die. I'm like, Jesus, fuck. Someone needs to light them on fire. They're bad people. Now, here's the fun thing about this painting. So with the painting there, the man who owns it now, the family that owns it now, the guy's name is Shay Murphy. They, They took over in like 2000, 2001 for this house or for this property. And they were having work done as well. Well, one of the workers was like, the haunted painting. So they decided to flip it upside down. All things. And the cat's like, no, fuck you, because its spirit's still around. And it started fucking with the power tools and like making them go on and off and all this other stuff and just everything freaking out. And Shay was like, this was not a thing. This did not happen. And it freaked the workers out. So they're like, oh, God. So they flipped the painting back. And immediately everything chilled out. Everything was fine. The rest of the project. It kind of makes me think of like when you actually flip a cat upside down, like mm-hmm. how they freak the fuck out. They're like, nope, yeah. I, don't, I don't do this. It's kind of mm-hmm. like the same thing. The cat is like, nope, they will not be yeah. on my back. Right. And other creepy things that have happened in this house before we get into what happened to Aaron and all that, because that's scary as shit. One night, Shay said he woke up and he couldn't breathe and that there was this black cloud that was kind of shapeless, kind of like mist a little bit that just kind of like approached him and went through him. Ugh. And and then it was gone. Oh my he was like, that was the only time I woke up and anything weird like that happened. But then they casually mentioned that there are two ghost nuns on this property, two murdered men, numerous poltergeists, and of course, as we mentioned, the devil. Like, oh, casual. I just really want to point out that I got really excited when they were like, two nuns? I was like, what? (laughs) Two nun goes? Okay. I watched that movie. No, thank you. (laughs) There's also talk of when they kind of circled back to the human sacrifice thing. Mm -hmm. And these remains were found 240 years later. So keep that in mind. So it was Hellfire's fucking fault. This was of a little person. He had been kidnapped and killed by them. And it's just like, it's crazy to me that it took them that long to find. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I guess it just depends like what, like the air, like the area, you know, 
why would you just randomly go digging? But I'm just like, Jesus. I mean, on the show, they kind of talk about the fact that like, they're like, he just went missing. And people were just like, oh, he went missing. And I'm like, but a human being doesn't just go missing. This was almost 300 years ago, though. So like, people had a different sense of common sense. Well, I guess like, and now in those like in today, it's really hard to go missing. Like, as far as like, because we have social media, yeah. like, if someone were just to yeah. wander off now, they'd have their phone or something. I guess back then, if like this guy just decided to fucking move, like he didn't have to forward his address. He could have just left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is true. But let's get into this nitty gritty of this creepy shit. OK, so first of all, I have to preface. So there's this wooded area that is like, from my understanding, it's kind of like bet- in between the castle and the house and over by the house. Right. It's between the the house and the club. So like the club is up on the, the hill. The house and the club. Okay. And then like okay, the yes, steward's yes, yes. house is at the bottom of the hill. And the woods is like Yes, yes, yes. in between. Okay, okay. So this is called Massey Woods and this is supposed to be like a haunted as fuck woods mm. area. I I don't know what else to really call that. <laughs> Which I'm like that would be totally interesting to look into, but I'm too freaked out right now. So there's said to be tons of like entities and creatures, more specifically a banshee. And this banshee takes a liking to Aaron, apparently, which is kind of how they tie back in that whole ritual he did in the other in the cave. Mm-hmm. Cause Zach's like, did that cause it? Like what the fuck? You know, da 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 da. So the night before they started the investigation and split up, Aaron's talking about how they heard some woman screaming no. And then they're like, oh, my God, it's a banshee. And they're like, she yells and tells you how you're going to die. And she like washes your clothes and blood and other people that's going to die. Which I think is interesting because they're like, dude, she yells and tells you how you're going to die. And she's like, no. And she says no. And I'm like, Aaron's not dying. <laughs> that's the lesson we're taking right? from this. Aaron is not dying. Yes. Yeah. I feel like she's kind of protecting him in a way, if I'm being honest. She's like, get away so, from him. <laughs> He's precious cargo. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's not. a. Yeah. Maybe she's not a banshee. So Aaron and Zach go to the steward's house. And of course, they go into the area that's like the the satanic ritual area. Right. And Aaron is telling him that he feels like someone's telling him, you know, he needs to stay there. He needs to go there. And he picks up this rock. Right. And he's like, I have to take this. And Zach's like, OK, what the fuck? All right. I know. Everyone was like. <laughs> Like the docent that was with them was like, maybe you should leave that. Yeah. He's like, maybe not. But he's like, no, it's my rock. (laughs) And later they go there as well again. And basically it's scary Mm -hmm. because one, we hear like this kind of like shuffling or this glass Mm -hmm. and they describe it because they're there in person. They're like, it sounds like a claw moving stuff around like the scratching and all of this stuff because it's coming out of the ground. And they look and there's like, you know, there's no raccoons, there's no nothing, like no animals chilling, trying to scare them. And then Aaron starts crying, like legit crying, because there's this point where he says that he feels and you like see him move. A claw grabs his ears and tries to pull him back into the room when he's leaving. And he's like super freaked out. Like, I know we say Aaron gets freaked out a lot or whatever, but like. He was crying. This is different. This is different. This is like like, a different freak out. Yeah. It wasn't even like a freak out. It was just like afraid. It was fear. Yeah. And he was crying and he was even telling Zach, like, don't put this in there. Like, I just have to tell you this. Da da da. But of course, it's on there because we watched it. Can I I just say as they run out, 
all of a sudden you just hear Eric and you know it's like different because you know Zach gets hyped up a lot. Mm-hmm. He's like, bro, mm-hmm. you know, but when Aaron yells, get out, get out, get out, because he literally just starts screaming and they run outside. Yeah. And, and fucking Zach, bro, what's wrong? <laughs> I was like, do not know. <laughs> Zach, no, he ran out with for his life. <laughs> Dude, what's wrong? No, sir. Everything. Right? The fuck? Like, this is something fucking wrong. Hello? Get the fuck out. <laughs> and, oh my god. Okay, so this is where I jumped. So, when when they had, they were, like, in the car, they're like, we're gonna leave, we're gonna leave, la, 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 whatever. And I think, they're, like, pulled over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Aaron's just, like, talking about all of this. And he's like, yeah, sometimes I just want to, like, not do this anymore. But, like, this is a lifestyle. What we do is, like, our way of life. And, you know, like, being, like, it's a cu- fucking commitment. And you just hear this female voice being like, no, like, so, like, the clearest I've ever heard anything on this show ever. Right. I mean, it's to the point where they're like, <gasps> what the, f- who the fuck is out there? It's not like. Yeah, I jumped. I was like, what? Right. Uh, what? Because when you watch the show and you hear something like, and then you have to like listen to it 12 times to kind of get what they're trying to say. Mm-hmm. But this was like undeniable. No, this you don't. This was like, What? Somebody, somebody, like, in my mind, I was like, somebody's standing mm-hmm. off camera going, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. But no. And they, and Zach's like, someone's fucking out here. Someone's here. La, la, la. Let's go look. Let's go debunk it. And we no, must immediately nobody. go investigate is what he said. And I was like, you, yeah, Zach, you have to <laughs> immediately go investigate. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just like, the, you, it's just, it's fucking creepy. But like, I can't, what was that other guy's name? That was in the Jay. van that went and flipped the painting. Jay. Who? His name is Jay. He's the sound Jay. guy. Yes. So they had him go flip the painting, right? And he's like watching it. And like you hear all these fucking like loud ass steps and noises mm-hmm. and creepy shit. And it's just like, mm, no, thank you. He was legitimately like freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. It was so bad. And then like, of course, they, Zach has to like try to reconfront these fucking entities because he's like, who touched Zach? And or not Zach, who touched Aaron and blah, blah, blah. And of course, that fucking female voice again. She's like, Satan. I'm like, oh. Yeah, and it was not quiet. Like, it was like, (laughs) she was like, Satan. And Zach comes out. He's like, oh my God, I was in there. And I was asking like, who touched Aaron or what touched Aaron? And they're all like, yeah, she said Satan. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, duh, I told you, bitch. (laughs) So, yeah. These places scare me. Right. I will not be going. Mm-mm. Even the locals are like, nope, no, 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 not staying there. Right. Cause like up on the Ugh. up on the hill where like the the Hellfire Club is, like Zach is like, locals will not come up here at night. And I was like, why the fuck are you going up there? Crazy. Because he's a dumbass. Also, they had it completely like cleared out. Like, so there was like nobody in there but them and the crew. So in all honesty, like, I don't think they could have gotten anyone else to join them. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, yeah, no. There was no oh, yeah. local person who's like, I'll go with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they were like, Mm-mm, you can do our interviews during the daytime and then we leave and goodbye. Right. And it's the same with the with the Lep Castle. There's actually like a family that lives there. Mm-hmm. And all the locals are like, yeah, there's families that live at both of these places. It's crazy. Yeah. And the fa- like people are like, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand how they live here. I don't understand how they do this. <laughs> And like right. the guy at Lep Castle was just like, yeah, we see ghosts all the time. It's fine. It, it's fucking nuts. I guess you probably, you might get desensitized because it's kind of like the people who own the Conjuring house. 
Like, they're just like, whatever. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, Mm-mm. nope. I don't know. I don't want to live in a haunted house on, or a haunted place on purpose. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I don't want, like, everyone's always like, I mean, we joke about like buying the boarding house, but it's like, I don't want to fucking like deal with that shit. Like, yeah, maybe it'll be my rental property, but like, fuck that. I'm going to live there. Yeah, no, mm-mm, no, thank you. No entities. You are not allowed to come live with me. Thank <laughs> you. Exactly. I know that I have a wonderful personality that you might want to be around a lot, but I do not want you to be <laughs> all the time. Yeah, I already lived in a haunted house once. I'm good now. Let's not play that game again. I was like, you know, <laughs> live people drain my energy. I don't need unlive people draining my energy. <laughs> I feel, I feel. So yeah, that's all I got, friend. Yeah. I mean, this is like one of those those stories where we're like, okay, this is going to be like, we're just going to learn something new in this episode. And then we watch Ghost Adventures. We're like, fuck this place. <laughs> yeah, fucking terrifying. No, thank you. At first I was like, I want to go to Ireland. Because I just had a friend, I sent Tara pictures of a friend who just got married in Ireland, like her and her now husband eloped to Ireland. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's wonderful. It's beautiful. Oh, we're doing it. We're, we're, go- we're doing an Irish thing as well. Nope. There's just better. For <laughs> sure. So with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Maybe learned a little something. Apparently, we've been as a culture, you know, just bulldozing over people people's graves and building weird monument thingies fucking terrible for centuries now mm. oh did not like that on that note oh, tara my fucking light is flickering <gasps> ew okay on that note we're gonna go guys on that note bye. jessica's gonna die bye <laughs> bye guys <laughs>